Are you weary and heartbroken? Do you need healing and deliverance? Welcome to the program, Jesus Can, with your host, Dr. Bongi. Our mission is to help you step-by-step live a victorious life in Christ. Enjoy today's program. We are reading from the book of Joshua, chapter 1, verse 9. Have I not commanded you? Be strong and courageous. Do not be afraid. Do not be discouraged. For the Lord your God will be with you wherever you go. Heavenly Father, we thank you for the reading of your word. Lord, we pray that Heavenly Father touch each and everyone. Speak Holy Spirit. We are listening in Jesus' mighty name. Amen. Today we are talking about overcoming discouragement. What is discouragement? Discouragement is loss of confidence and also of enthusiasm because of unmet expectations. These unmet expectations can come in different forms. It can be relationally where you feel that you could be far by now. Maybe you were supposed to be now in a stable relationship, maybe married, maybe having children, or maybe have your children throwing the line by now, or maybe having your finances being in order, having a business up and running, having any problems that you face like being resolved or having been healed in your body or having like being delivered from that addiction, being delivered from the bondage. So now if all these expectations are not met, sometimes we end up being discouraged. So this tells us that each and every one can be discouraged. But the problem is that what do you do with the discouragement? Because we are not supposed to dwell in the discouragement. We are supposed to rise above, overcome the discouragement. When the enemy sees that we are dwelling in the discouragement, he takes the advantage and brings a spirit now of discouragement because he is the one who comes to kill, steal, and destroy. So he kills, he steals, and destroys our destiny. That's why someone who's discouraged always miscarry because now the enemy comes and steals your joy and once he has stolen your joy he also steals your strength because we know that the joy of the lord is our strength so if we don't have strength we are vulnerable if we don't have strength we cannot put anything into fruition we cannot bring anything into fruition because we become tired and give up and quit and we in that way feel discouraged Someone who's discouraged, it's so difficult for God to use that person. Even if God has placed so much in you, but because you are someone who doesn't finish every time you quit, every time you give up, every time you are discouraged. So now it becomes impossible like for you to be a suitable vessel for God. Although God is not a respecter of a person, but also God uses our strong characters so that he can display his glory. But if now we fail to be in synergistic with his work, sometimes it becomes difficult for us to be used. So 
being discouraged usually like i have said that it's because of unmet like expectations but we should know that god has already said it in his way that we should be strong we should be courageous because wherever we are going he's with us so if he says wherever we are going is with us so it means whatever you are doing he is with you wherever you are going you are going home he's with you you are going to workplace he's with you you are going to the doctor's room he's with you you are going to court he is with you you are going for an interview he is with you you are going for a business proposal where you are going to put forth your issues he is with you in every aspect he is with you even where you dread to go he still with you so you need to be courageous you need to be strong despite of what you are facing you can be in the storm you can be facing rejection you can be facing trial tribulations but i want to tell you that courage is one thing that you shouldn't lose you shouldn't lose your courage you should be strong you should stand strong and not be afraid knowing that god is with you when you are discouraged like even your health like goes down because now you become stressed and the stress levels they go up and now it releases like hormones that are not good that will be counteracting your health so you'll find that even your appetite is being affected now you find that it's either you are eating too much or you are not eating at all eating too much to try and soothe whatever you are feeling the pain that you are feeling the discouragement that you are facing you will try all kinds of foods to just try and suit whatever you are facing others you won't be able to even take the food because now you feel like a as if it's dark in your heart you feel as if you don't have even a space for food but it's because you are discouraged you are allowing discouragement to dwell in you and that's not supposed to be like that even sleeping patterns are being affected you find someone doesn't sleep well now you find that there's lack of sleep or someone sleeps all over throughout 24/7 someone is asleep like running away to face whatever challenge or whatever discouragement one is facing i am not even talking about our emotions how we feel how like we think because if we are discouraged we are mostly negative we are mostly pessimistic we are mostly speaking doom we are mostly in doubt just like the children of Israel when they wish to be dead they say to we are in this wilderness like to die but it's because they forgot what god did for them all the miracles what like god showed them they forgot everything because they were now discouraged because of wilderness i will say discouragement most of the time also arises when like the issues like take long time when it's what you have expected you had like a time frame to say at this time i thought this would have happened and if it doesn't happen that invites discouragement but we shouldn't allow discouragement to rule and reign on us 
I have said it even before that we all get discouraged, but it depends on how you handle that discouragement. I have learned to know that discouragement is a choice. I met one lady who inspired me. This lady, we met uh, in a group of uh, Africa intercessors. So these ladies from another province. And now as I met her, the Lord like showed me that this lady is suffering from a headache. And I had like, uh, there was a brief moment where like I felt the headache. I think God wanted me to like experience the severity. It was a very excruciating pain that was in the frontal area just between the eyes going up uh, uh, to, to the head. But it was as if like the pain is even like as if it's drawing like there's a tension that draws as if like the brain is being drawn. There's just a painful excruciating tension and also like feeling like of like not being able to breathe. So I experienced that and the Lord told me that that's what this lady is often experiencing. So as I meet this lady and we are just like talking and now I come to the issue of headache. I said, do you like sometimes have a headache? And I said, yes, we are speaking. I have an, a headache. I said, how is this headache? And she explained the headache just as I felt the headache. So in my heart, I said, this lady at this moment is experiencing this excruciating pain that in these few seconds that I felt the pain, I felt that I cannot live with that type of a pain. But this person is living with that. This person is saying he wants to intercede for Africa. He's saying that he wants to see giants rising out of Africa me and but at the same time I realize that there are things that we just complain about it minor things like things that don't like a matter and then now we complain about it. and while there are people who are going through a lot but even in that despite what they are going through but they are facing like they are keeping their eyes they are focusing their eyes on the things that are above they choose to focus on the things that are above and they ignore what is happening at the level, at the lower level. That's why these things now don't affect them so much as when you are like looking at what is happening in your body, what is happening like uh, around uh, your feelings, your thoughts. But if now your focus is on the things that are above, even these other things now, they don't have power because every problem like uh, becomes huge when you are concentrating on it. So I believe even this lady was not concentrating on the headache, although the headache was there, but was just excited to say, I'm joining now this uh, intercession group and we are going like to call upon the name that is above all names for our country but what am i saying i am saying that discouragement is a choice we all face trials and tribulations we all face storms but what you allow inside the storm alone cannot like make your boat to drown but what makes your boat to drown is the water that you allowed in your boat
So even ourselves, we allow water of criticism, we allow water of negativity, we allow water of failure, we allow uh, whatever like uh, displeasure that we are facing, we allow it to overpower us, we allow it in our boat and now we find ourselves sinking in discouragement. You find that there is a same a person who's experiencing the same but is not behaving as you behave because the enemy when he finds a chance he can really magnify problems you can feel as if you are the worst person who's living on this earth you can feel as if you are facing bigger baggages you are carrying bigger baggages more than anyone else but it's the enemy trying to discourage you so that you can feel unworthy so that you can feel like not being able to partake in anything and just rest and say I quit I give up because I just have a lot there's just a lot in my plate while it's not like that everyone goes through something there's something everyone there is a need everyone there is a challenge but it depends how do you handle your challenge that discouragement how do you handle it to dwell in it David says, even though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, but he's walking, he's not dwelling in the valley. So even ourselves, we need not dwell in the discouragement. Discouragement will come, but we shouldn't dwell in it. Because when we dwell in it, it will turn to be a spirit and the spirit that is there to kill, steal and destroy. The spirit that will work against us. So we should be able to fight the enemy from our mindset. Know that God has put something greater in us. We have the incorruptible seed in us. Whatever is born of God overcometh the world. So the world also includes all the discourages. But God has put in you something that is greater than what you are facing. If God knew that you wouldn't be able to handle the challenge that you have now. He wouldn't allow that challenge to come to you because he has promised in his weight that he won't give you a trial that is above you. So the temptation, if it's above you, it's not yours and that won't happen. So whatever you are facing, you are bigger than it. And so if you are bigger than it, you should know that you are already an overcomer because of Christ. Because if God allowed that challenge to come, it's because he trusts you. He knows that you will be able to conquer whatever you are facing. But the enemy says uh, something like uh, contradicting to that. The enemy tells you that this burden is too heavy for you. And when you agree with him, then he even brings more other burdens that will overburden you. You know, everything God makes sure that you are equal to the task. I was just a uh, reading about the president of France that like when he was appointed, he was only 39 years for a population of more than 60 million people. So one could have said that because of the age, now the population maybe is too big for this president. Because if I can tell you, there are no people who are criticized as 
presidents although they have substructures but people usually don't look at those substructures they look at the president whatever is going wrong they face the president to say what is the president saying so if this man when he was elected felt emmanuel macron if he felt that oh the population is too big then as the men think it it would have been like that but it means when he embraced when they like a uh, put him as a president and he agreed it means he believed that if god has allowed it for him to be chosen then god has equipped him to face that population so even ourselves we should know that if god has allowed you to go to face a certain challenge it's because he trusts you just like job job he says to the devil that try my servant job because now he trusts what he has put in job he knows that job will be able to stand through all those trial and tribulations and it's not just a test but it's a test that has a reward because job was being set up for a double was being set up for what is greater so even yourself you should know that you shouldn't succumb to the discouragement but you should know that god if god has allowed the discouragement is because there is something greater there is something that is bigger there is something that is not mediocre there is something that is not just average there is something that is not just natural there is something that is supernatural extraordinary something that is superior that god has has because that's an expected end he sees that he has good plans for you and the plan is not to harm you but to give you an expected end so if things are not telling up it's not the end so if like the uh, like bouts of discouragement it's because it's not an end but the end will come with an expected good things nehemiah chapter 4 verse 6 to 12 Here we read about Nehemiah Nehemiah after they were in captive like in Babylon now they came back to Jerusalem where they had to rebuild the ruined Jerusalem but now they had first to like build the walls to fortify the place so as they were building the wall now they started to rebuild the wall now god had placed that vision had placed that assignment in nehemiah and nehemiah as a builder as a leader had people and they were building as they were building the bible tells us that they built up to like a halfway like the wall i believe that the wall which should be around the city it will be a fortified wall i believe that it will be a big wall so for them to reach halfway it means there could be like a lot of work that already had been put on that work to build that wall but now when we read the bible we find that after they have now worked so hard and then something happened there was sanballat and tobia 
and also the Ammons who heard that Nehemiah is rebuilding the walls and they were not happy and they were opposing the building because even today we have like a St. Ballads, we have Tobias. I know that as you are listening, there is something that you are building, even if you don't know, but there is something that you are building. But in whatever you are building, you should know that even today there are St. Ballads and also Tobias of today who are against the progress, who don't want to see progress. So they'll be sending words of criticism. They will send be sending words of negativity. They will be sending words to discourage you so that you can quit, so that you can miscarry what God has placed in you, so that you can abort what God has placed in you. But today I have come to encourage you to say the word of God says be courageous, says be strong in whatever you are facing, in whatever trial you are facing, know that God is with you. He will never leave you nor forsake you and he stands in his word. What he promises he keeps because he's a covenant keeping God. So it's up to you not to look at St. Balat and Tobia but at listening to what God has said. When God has said build, rebuild this wall, that's what you should listen. You should focus on what God has said you must do. But now as we read through this passage, we find that as they were building and now they had that now Sanballat and Tobias now are sending threats. They are not happy with the building. They are sending even criticism to say this building is not strong enough. Even the fox can just break this building. If the fox can come on the building on that wall, that wall will fall down. So they were sending all the negativity to discourage Nehemiah and the team and they knew that discouragement starts in the mind before like you can have features of showing before you can quit it starts in the mind the battle starts in the mind so Tobias and Sanballat they knew the psychology of a person to know that to defeat a person you should start by defeating the mind if you have discouraged someone you have killed that person if you have like stopped something if you have put a seed in the mind a seed of doubt in the mind and that seed just got the roots to germinate then that person is gone so that's why we need not allow any root of discouragement to germinate any seed of discouragement to germinate in our souls now we hear in verse 10 now Judah is coming to give a report to say after they had the criticism after they had the threats after they had the negativity from Sanballat, Tobia, and the Almans. Now, the people who are building, they report that they are tired. They report that they are fatigued. But fatigue and tiredness is real, is there. But God also has created rest. So we can rest, we can choose to rest. Sometimes people will love to be like a mother's, but it's time for us to be Mary's to rest at Jesus' feet. Time, take time to rest spiritually, rest in God, and then also even physically, you need to take time to rest. So, but they reported that they were tired. Okay, it's a fact they could be tired because they are working, but they have an answer. 
Now, but secondly, in that verse 10, they also like report that now they cannot build after they have built their halfway of building, but now they report that with them, now they see rubble. There's a lot of rubbish around the building, so they cannot build. So you can see that these are just excuses because you cannot say when you are building and then you say there's rubble, there's rubbish because those are the things that you can see at the end and be able to clean them up. But now they say there's rubble, there's a, there's a mess, there's a rubbish and they cannot build. But they were able to build from the beginning until in the middle, until halfway. But I understand that sometimes it's easier to start because you are still excited. It's also even easier when you see already the light at the end of the tunnel because now you can see that you are finishing. But in the middle, maybe to trust God in the middle becomes difficult because sometimes you don't see. You don't see the beginning. You also don't see the end. Maybe even yourself for you to feel discouraged is because you don't see where you have started and you don't see where you are going. But today, God is the God who has created you. He knows about that discouragement. And that discouragement, as long as it has a beginning, it also has an end. If something has a, a beginning, it also has an expiry date. So we should know, we should not waver, we should be strong and be courageous and know that God is on our side and we cannot falter because he's with us wherever we are. He's with us even when we're sleeping. He watches over us because he doesn't sleep nor slumber. He's a God who's always by our side. So now... It was an excuse because you cannot build and not have mess. You cannot build and not have rubbish. I mean, if now I'm building, I will have like a cement packages. I will have like clay. Sometimes I will be trying to put like a brick and now the clay like falls down. The cement falls down. That's part of building. So rubbish, rubble is part of building. So it's for one to continue but these were the excuses after they were discouraged it was never about fatigue it was never about the rubbish but it was about what they had that's why we need to see what we had we should always hear what is positive we should always hear what builds us we should hear what encourages we should hear what leads us now we can learn from Nehemiah. Nehemiah had a strategy. Discouragement had set in. But because he was a true leader, a leader that has been appointed by God, he had a strategy. He now restructured. He now found new ways of doing things, but he didn't quit. He didn't stop in the midst of tiredness, in the midst of all the things that were happening, criticism, negativity, but he, he devises a strategy to say, okay, so since there are threats, they are even threatening to kill us if we continue building. So we can also have our plan. Our plan is that there will be men who are continuing building and there will be also men who are guarding, who are guards, who are waiting for the warfare, who are waiting that when 
Saint Ballet and Tobia are attacking, and also the Arman are attacking, they could be able also to fight back. So now that was a strategy. So, but what I like is that they didn't stop because it's important to continue you haven't lost until you quit but when you quit it's when now you lose we should know that tough times never last but tough people like do and we should also know that everything like it depends on how you handle it nehemiah after he had like now devised a new strategy the Bible tells us that he remembered God. So it's important for us when we are facing challenges to remember what God has done for us. Like David, David says, Lord, you have helped me with the bear. We have helped me to kill the lion. So now who is this uncircumcised Philistine that I see in front of me? He's nothing from what you have done for me because he remembered God. He remembered what God had done. He remembered the benefits. He counted the blessings if you can also count the blessings look at what lord what the lord has done for you you will know that he can do it again he's a god who can do it again the same david we read in first samuel chapter 13 that when david was facing challenges he encouraged himself in the lord so sometimes we need to encourage ourselves in the lord when there's no encouragement word that is coming forth but know that you are equipped with the word because when you read even this book of Nehemiah we find that now they finally worked with the weapons they were now like armed they were armed and dangerous waiting for the strong opposition that when it comes we are ready like the bible says that they get at their sweat what is it to Guard your sweat. To guard your sweat is to put your weight in your heart. So now they had the sweat. They had the weight. So even ourselves, we need to have the weight. We have to be guarded so that any strong opposition that comes, we have the weight. Jesus was able to overcome, was able to be above the enemy because now when the devil was coming with the temptation, Jesus was saying, it is written because he gathered his sweat. So we need also to get ourselves. So David encouraged himself in the word. Even the woman with the issue of blood. The Bible says the woman with the issue of blood. She said to herself. So she encouraged herself. She said to herself. So today I want to say if you are facing discouragement. I want to say remember God. I want to say persist. I want to say that now get their sweat so tell yourself like david like the woman of the issue of blood tell yourself that nothing is impossible with christ tell yourself that i have overcome because of christ tell yourself that the word of god has told me that when an enemy comes like a fart the spirit of the lord raises a standard tell yourself that what is born of god overcome it the world tell yourself that if god is for me who can be against me tell yourself that some trust in horses some trust in chariots but i will call upon the name of the lord tell yourself that i have already 
already overcome. God wouldn't have allowed this challenge to come to me. But it's because he knows, because he trusts me that I am an overcomer. So this is the way that the Lord has placed in my heart today. Amen. Thank you for tuning in to Jesus Can with Dr. Bongi. We hope you've enjoyed the program. Please tune in again, same time, same place. Always remember that if Jesus can, you can. Shalom. Shalom.